It is. It's important. We put an emphasis and a priority on our young men and our young women being people mm. first. Yeah. And a large part of that is their academic success. And now's a busy time for them. As you yeah. mentioned, we're approaching the end of the semester. We have finals right around the corner. And it can be stressful. It can be a lot. If you're our, if you're our teams that are still competing, now yeah. you're adding that on top. So <laughs> we're just trying our best to wrap our arms around and provide support during this time. And as you mentioned, see them be successful when they get to the end of the semester. Yeah, you mentioned how some of our teams are right in the heat of their seasons. Yeah. And so what does it kind of look like from your staff? And you manage a staff of, I'm going to put you on the spot, how many people fall under the umbrella of student-athletes? 21 people. 21 people. Wow. She knew. I knew she'd know. Yep, <laughs> but 21 people, how does your staff kind of meet those needs around finals or on the holidays when our teams are still traveling? That's a fantastic question. I was just talking to one of our new team members, Josh Young. Oh. Oh, he is great. with our volleyball team as they are competing yeah. and wanting to bring home some hardware, and yeah. we hope that they do. But we were having a conversation before he left because as they progress, they'll be on the road during finals, yeah. and he's going to need to be proctoring exams and making sure that they get what they need done for finals and have study hall while they're gone so they're yeah. studying. Yeah. So it's a blessing to be able to have academic Team members mm -hmm. travel with teams to be able to provide that additional layer of support. But then we've also made accommodations around virtual tutoring. tutoring. Mm -hmm. Shout out to COVID for yeah, helping us right, right. learn that we could do that. But yeah. there's, there's those options. And then for our student athletes that are here, our building is open. Study hall is existing. We have special tutoring schedules for the finals. Yeah. And we're... Our SAC has done fun things around finals. So they had cocoa and cram the other day. <laughs> and, and trying to, always such a good trying thing. to add some like joy. Our, yeah. our mental health services has partnered with our Baylor sports ministry team. And they have a prayer wall that's out wow. around, well, what can we be praying for you yeah. about right now? Or what are the things that are on your heart? So there's a holistic approach to finals this year, which is fun to see. Yeah. But we are very much dialed into who are students that need the most help. Who are the students that may be traveling that we need mm -hmm. to pay some additional attention to? And our academic team does a great job of communicating with professors yeah. and talking about different accommodations that could be needed should teams be traveling or should there be situations where multiple finals fall on the same day. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Young. Yeah. Uh, he's wow. getting some miles in because he was with men's basketball. Was. Right. I was <laughs> with them and Josh was there the whole trip last week. Mm -hmm. So that's a traveling man right there. <laughs> he is on the road right now. We were joking with him. Oh, I was joking with him. That's what I like to do. But I was joking with him. I said, Josh, I haven't met anyone that started a job. Yeah. Within your first few months, I feel like you've been on the road a ton, friend. Yeah, yeah that's that's awesome. Right. Josh is probably just smiling like, uh -huh. <laughs> but it was cool to watch. I mean, I was on that trip also, mm -hmm. and it was fun to see how they they carved out time for academics. I mean, it was built into the schedule yeah. uh, every day, you know, because the guys on a basically a week long trip, yeah, um, you know, were missing some class, but they made up for it with the work they did. Absolutely, and the beauty in that is we have a coaching team, a coaching staff, and we have coaches here that understand the value of our education and understand yeah. the importance of academics. So they're willing to say, yes, Josh, or whoever other member of our SACE team is traveling, we can carve out time for study hall because we acknowledge the fact that our young men or young women have assignments they need to work on yeah. or things they need to prepare for or things that they need to complete. Let's help make sure they get that done because they're 
here with us mm-hmm. traveling, but yeah. we also know they have this commitment because they are, as y'all mentioned, student mm-hmm. athletes. Yeah, I think one thing, JMO, you probably saw firsthand with Josh on the road is the the relationship that those people on your team have with these student athletes, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. it is that they're helping them get their tutoring sessions and they're helping communicate with professors, but they're also the people that are sitting there talking to them about, hey, what do you want to do after graduation? And so I think we we can't talk enough about what the SACE team does and what they do that we don't even know about. And so, Corey, you're such a prime example of this, right? I mean, you just switched into this new role where you're leading this whole department. But, Corey, mm-hmm. that's one of many things you do. You're also the sport program administrator for softball. You also mm-hmm. are, I'm going to mess up the title, but our ADID. You did not mess it up. You and it right. ADID stands for? <laughs> athletics designee for inclusion and diversity. I always want to say athletics director <laughs> for inclusion <laughs> and diversity, which, I mean, I, I guess you kind of are. <laughs> but talk about that role and what kind of the, the things that you have been doing since getting that new responsibility. So that designation came... Mm. I feel like that was two years ago. I, I, yeah. I think we saw wow, it come about in that 2020 calendar year yeah. as a recommendation or a recommendation for implementation from the NCAA. And they said, hey, this is important. We need to make sure that we have individuals at our institutions that are dialed into topics connected to mm. diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. So they created this. ADID designation, mm-hmm. similar to your SWA designation mm. for institutions. And because it's new, as with many new things, there wasn't a whole lot of structure initially <laughs> around, well, what yeah. should this look like right. on campus? And what does the role actually mean? So it took a little while for them to come up with some guidelines or parameters around here's what your ADIDs do. So we got some of those directives mm. about six to 12 months in. Okay. And then with that, we were able to say, okay, here, here are the roles. So being able to provide the DEI lens as we're looking at how we operate as an athletic department, what programs are we providing to our student athletes, to our coaches, to our staff to help educate and expose in this area how are the experiences for people that identify within the different marginalized groups that mm. fit within diversity, equity, and inclusion? And some people think only race and ethnicity when they think that, but it also would be international people. So student athletes or members of our team, it could be people with visible or invisible disabilities. Mm. It could be women. So gender related, it could be age related. It could Mm. be socioeconomic status. There could be a lot of different things that fall within that umbrella. So there's so much work to be done and it's continuing to get more structure. And now with the role of Jen Hunter, that's at the big 12 conference and her chief diversity officer position, we're able to provide some better guidelines from a conference level of what do we want the ADID role to look like Mm. at our member institutions, which then will be helpful for us in our roles at the institutional level to say, okay, how do we now live this out? So we've met to come up with what the job duties would be last summer for this role, because we're like, we really need to hone in on this. Mm. And we're in the process right now of going through a strategic plan for what we're doing in our one campaign as, yeah. as many of our Baylor family members are aware of that. That is the language that we use around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging here. So we're putting together a strategic plan for that. 
It's being led by Dr. Monique Marsh-Bell and Ramon Cooper, who are serving as co-chairs of our One Working Group. And I'm excited, candidly, about what that means for Baylor Athletics. You think about our operating principle of treating everyone with dignity and respect and our vision for preparing champions for life. And that is a key part of that because you want people to come to a place where they feel like they belong Mm. and they can be their authentic selves. And then that diversity as people show up in their best selves helps us be our best selves and helps us be better. So it's a lot of great work. Um, Sometimes I wonder if I'm doing it justice because there's so much there, but as long as we're continuing to chip at the rock and we're continuing to make movement, Uh, I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, for sure. Huge umbrella. Huge umbrella. <laughs> That's one part of it. I mean, the area that, that you're over, student-athlete success, uh, mm-hmm. two major areas, academic services, character formation, mm-hmm. ADID, you talked about that also. But the uh, let me hone in on the academic services. Yeah. And, yeah. again, the end of the semester and all the support you provide our student-athletes here. Is this building open 24-7 right now? <laughs> or or you your, think your so. wing? Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you would think so. Technically, we're open 8 to 10. Oh, okay. So okay. not quite 24 hours, but yeah. really, really close. <laughs> really, really 10. close. So wow. we, we are here. We are staffed. We have people in place to make sure that the students have a place to come. Right. If they need space to study, yeah. we do need to work a little bit on our noise levels because <laughs> yeah. we, we build the relationships and you like to have fun. And sometimes yeah. students need the study break. Right. So they'll come into offices and they'll be singing and talking and all the things. And while I'm enjoying the study break, yeah. <laughs> somebody may be in our open study space actually needing to study. Yeah. So we, we yeah. have to manage that a little bit. But we do. We have hours open here at Baylor. We do there are finals that happen over the weekend and that hadn't been familiar to me based on the places I've been previously. So we're open on Sundays to be able to provide time for students to study and get what they need. And during the year we're open on Sundays as well, but really trying to make sure that we're providing access to the resources that are available so our students can have all that they need to be successful and And then provide the encouragement. We were in a conversation yesterday with one of, or actually two of, our equestrian student athletes. And they were talking about some of the concerns they have around finals. Mm. And I tend to operate through the lens of positivity because that's who I am. So as they are coming with... I think I'm not going to pass, and I think this is going to be terrible, and I've done these practice tests, but I don't feel good about them. I said, well, that's why we have practice. We're just going to continue to practice. Well, I don't think I can do it. Well, yes, you can. You can do it, and we know you can do it because you have proven that you can, and you're putting in the work. And it's those moments also based on the relationships that Mm -hmm. we can then provide encouragement. We can provide some empowerment and reminding them of who they are. Uh, what they're capable of and what they're able to do because it can be very stressful during mm-hmm. final season when you're like, I don't, I feel like I know nothing. And this final is 30% of my grade mm-hmm. and I really need to do well. But that's where we come in. It's it, yes, it's the tutoring and yes, it's providing the spaces for them to study, but it's also sometimes providing the hug and the encouragement that they would traditionally get from mom or dad or sister or brother That's huge. that we can then provide to say, Hey, no, you can do this. I know it may feel daunting, but we got you and we're here to support you through it. And we're going to encourage you along the way.